Take the money and run. Coming here with a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. I'm your host, Trevor, and tonight we're joined by Alex. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we're also joined by Andy. Andy, how are you doing tonight? What up, what up? And we're also joined by longtime listener, first-time caller, FaceTimer, Mr. Ryan McCord. Ryan, on, guys. good word. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And here we are, stir the pod, Mount Rushmore of moments. And this moments list is going to be all over the place tonight. I mean, we got best hookups, best, what else? Fights, best upsets, best, we have our big board right here, best injury. So we are all over the place. We're locked and loaded tonight. This is going to be a fun podcast. You know, I'm excited. Alex, I know he's been excited. He's been blowing up our group chat all today. Ryan, how, how are you feeling tonight? I'm stoked. I, you know, I feel like there's a long time coming. I feel like I'm replacing a a fourth chair that should have been here tonight. Um, not really sure if he's popping in the live chat right now yet or not, but uh, I'm ready to get into it. Andy, what are your thoughts on tonight? I mean, I couldn't be more excited. It's like we're doing a Mount Rushmore. We're doing a draft. We've. I'm looking at a Mount Rushmore of challenge fans on my screen right now. I mean, this is just incredible. I know this is moments. This is this is what why we do it. We love this shit. You know, Mikey the Doctor. I I, I think we might have to add in a fifth person, maybe make it a little interesting. Uh, we'll do it. So let's dive right in. Mount Rushmore of moments. You know, typically in the past, what we've done is you know we ask the chat for the order. I feel like tonight, you know, we we spice it up a little bit. So I'm suggesting we go to our good old. I can't see our screen. Are we up? Spin the wheel of order tonight. So I can't see anything. So you're going to have to let me know if this works. But I'm putting eliminator or first up. I think we should do whoever gets whoever it lands on gets the gets to choose their order. So like let's say let's say it lands on me. I get to choose if I want the first pick, second pick, third pick, fourth pick, so on and so forth. And we'll just kind of make it make it that order so initially let's just say it goes trevor andy ryan alex trevor will have the first pick andy then ryan then alex fair yep let's do all it. right yep first for me all right here we go ryan when should i hit the spin on whose name to start it off uh go ahead and on andy's name all right here we go first spin uh-oh first pick uh-oh uh-oh Trev, first pick. First pick, Trev. What else is there? All right, second pick. Wait, are you not picking one? Oh, am I going right? I thought we were going to do it at the end, make it a little dramatic. That's fine. All right. Alex with the second. 
Uh oh. Wow. Wow. That's just rude. That's just you know rude. what? I'm on your guys' show. I think it's only fitting that I take the last spot. <laughs> wow. 30 games. So, oops, just lost my thing right there. So, with me having the first pick, I think this is a tough spot. I think I'm going to go with. I think I'm going to go with the second spot. Mm. I don't want the first pick. I'm going to go two. Alex, what spot do you want? Uh, I'll go ahead and take 1-1. One, one. Wow. First pick. All right. Andy. Give me three. Wow. And Ryan. I guess I'll take the four spot. Is this a it's a snake draft, right? So I get the wraparound. You get the wraparound. God, right. could you imagine? This it's, is a dirty game. We just flip the order. Ryan gets the first pick. That was fucking me completely. <laughs> All right. So starting it off, Alex, first pick of the Mount Rushmore. Who you got for us? Yeah. So we got one upset, one fight, one hookup, one injury. We can pick them in any order, correct? We're just yeah. we're, we're filling out our roster. So I'm looking at my big board here with the one-one pick, and I think there's a couple categories that are more top-heavy than others. And we'll obviously save some of our honorable mentions for later. But I'm going to go one-one. I'm going to go with the fight category, and I'm going CT and Adam. I'm going CT and Adam Duel Two Episode One. Those fucking clowns couldn't even last, you know, back in the day, 40 minutes into the show before getting kicked off. CT was just an animal. Um, I think that one was actually right after his brother died. I know he talked about it on Rivals, but I'm pretty sure it was Duel 2 is when it, like, immediately happened. So he was just completely unhinged, chasing him around the house. I mean, you saw the dozen challengers that were trying to stop him. So I'm just going to go CT and Adam for my 1-1. Good pick. Good pick. You know, I feel like it's when, when we think of fights, that is the fight we think of, I think. Fair? Yeah. I mean, I'm so mad that you picked that. I just want to smash your face and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's moments, too, where was the, the – what would you say the – I'm trying to think of the best word. Like the, the turning point for CT, where it was like this is Apex Mountain of Psycho CT – into like would would we say this is apex mountain for him i think it has to be it's gotta be i mean he was still kind of off the rocker afterwards but i mean this was like nobody wanted him. he was banned from the show they had to kind of ease him back in with the old cutthroat thing mm -hmm. yeah i think early on with ct you knew you always knew he was a great competitor but i think with early on he was always there kind of be like fun and then, you know, he might get himself disqualified through the elimination or something like that. This was like a turning point where he's going through some shit in life. And once he finally got through it, then he, you know, went on his, his streak that he did. Uh, but this was definitely a, a turning point for him, for sure. Absolutely. Um, any, any other comments? Good? Is it, is it worthy of 1-1? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a great pick. Um, I was gonna say I was gonna say this with my second pick though, or my first pick, second round. No, that's completely wrong. Is it your first, first pick, pick or second? First pick, first pick, pick number two. 
are we doing are we doing like is this considered the best fight of all time or are we saying this is like what what are these categories exactly is this whatever you want to interpret it's your Mount Rushmore Trev all right all right well I'm gonna go with that being said I'm gonna go with an injury um and I think it's one of it has to be the most iconic injury of all time in this show and I'm going with Siobhan bursting an injury Oh, iconic. I think it was Great like, pick. I think it was one of those God, I can't type. I think it was one of the moments that production was literally crying laughing and when somebody was hurt on it. It was it was just one of those moments that are just you look back and you're just like, how the hell did this happen? Just that smack against the wall, Trevon grabbing the rope, swinging across. Boom, falls into the water. She's on her back, just screaming. They're like, I think they burst her implant. And she's screaming and like, oh, I mean, what an all-time like injury that we had on the show. And we don't really see that like freaky of an injury anymore. You know, we see a couple, and I don't want to get into too many, but like, you know, the broken hands, the headbangers, whatever. That's got to be one of the most obscure injuries we've ever had on the challenge. I mean, she's having a full-blown meltdown on the stretcher getting put into the ambulance, and the entire cast is just cracking up. This, I mean, this injury is great. Let alone filming her. Like, they're in the they're in the car, and they're just like, come on, keep it going, keep it going. We need more content. Like, keep it rolling. So, I, Go ahead. That was just like, I think Ryan hit it. I mean, it was a what was probably a very, like, serious injury, and everyone was just losing it. Like, that's something that, like, I've never heard about in any other walk of life of like an implant bursting other than the challenge. And that's what just makes it so perfect. Cause I don't think you would ever experience it in any other way other than watching the show. Yeah. And I feel like early on, some of our picks are going to be so good and so iconic that they're going to like almost transcend the categories that we have them in here. And this is a perfect example of that. Cause like, obviously it's a great injury, but when you just think of great challenge moments, this one comes top of mind. It's like, front and center on any like uh challenge you know blooper reel or challenge greatest moments youtube highlight video anything like that like the siobhan is just class and it's classic too because she was just a terrible competitor so when you think of her your mind goes to one thing i guess two things but immediately to this injury could you imagine being wrapped up like that is your challenge legacy like her her kids like five years from now 10 years whatever are looking back and they're like you were on the challenge. Can we pull out like some of the old footage? And, and she pulls out this like, oh, my God. Couldn't imagine that. All right, Andy, what do you got for us? Well, two of my initial picks are now gone. Um, so now I <laughs> I feel like I have to take one of the other categories just to get like one of my first picks. So I'm going to go with an upset. And I'm going to go with Devin beating Bananas in Vendettas. I mean, that was, I really feel like that was kind of a passing of the torch. Not necessarily passing of the torch because Bananas has still been dominant since then. But that was the, like, this new wave of players coming up can take down some of the big dogs. And I think from then on out, you started to see some more upsets like that. But that one was iconic. That was Tony stabbing bananas in the back as she's going in elimination. I mean, that was just 
in my mind, when I think of upsets, like that was when Devin still hadn't won a whole lot and bananas is obviously the goat even at that time. And he took him down. Not going to lie. I'm surprised by the pick. Me too. I thought there was big I think it was a shitty pick, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Well, why do you this think so, Ryan? Is, I mean, this is a giant game of light, right? Um, I mean, there's – Trev said it. I mean, there's way bigger upsets throughout, you know, what are we on, 38 seasons of this show. Um, I mean, Bananas went on to win a season after this elimination. So passing of the torch, I mean, he's still out there winning a challenge. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say Pat. I, I said that exact same thing. But what I'm also saying, and you kind of just said it, that's a big upset. Bananas was at the time the GOAT, has since been the GOAT, and he lost to Devin, who at the time had won nothing. And he still didn't win at that time. I mean, Devin was a nobody in Vendettas. That's what I'm saying. But but I'm saying is that he didn't he didn't he wasn't anybody until much like what three or four seasons after that. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm helping your argument in one in one yeah. aspect, but I think there's just way bigger upsets that like that didn't even come near my board. Okay, I, think, I do think I do think the upset category as a whole is a lot more even like I have like 10 different things written down that I think are all pretty close. I think what does help this pick and Andy mentioned it is kind of the context that led into it. Cause I feel like there was a good half of an episode, maybe even a full episode leading into the actual elimination where it was, it wasn't just Devin beating bananas. It was the fact that Tony sent him in. And I know it's outside of the elimination, but I think it counts as part of the pick because it was, uh, you know, Tony had power and he, he turned on, you know, his protege or whatever. Yeah. I also think it's a very good what age the best in uh, upset. Like, it's kind of the story of this was, you know, to Ryan's point, this is kind of what started Devin and arguably made, you know, might have given him another shot in this game. Like, for all we know, he could have been gone. That's a good point. He might not have even lasted another season after after this, uh, this elimination. Absolutely, if he loses. So, all right, Ryan. Take us home in round one. All right. I actually still have all my number ones still left on the board. Wow. Um, but I'm the weakest in probably the injury category. Um, so I got to go with Jordan crash landing in the Dirty 30 finale. I mean, he. I just watched the episode back recently, and CT also had a rough incoming on that landing, like tore up the back of his leg and shorts and everything like that. Cara Maria and Camilla ended up in like in a field, like miles away from where everyone else landed. But the fact that Jordan crash landed, he fractured like his tibia in his leg and then just completely dominated this final. I mean, he, he is running up against uh dad bod CT and a washed up Derek. But um, I mean, there's like six stages of this final. He won five of them. I mean, he dominated this final on a busted up knee on two limbs. Yeah. People forget people, that. And people talk about like the Jordan flu game. Why don't they talk about the Jordan leg finale in the same breath? Not, I think it's one of the most underrated moments and arguably, is it the greatest finale performance of all time? It's up there. Some have said, I think, I think too. Um, I think too about this moment 
is it kind of speaks to something that we touch on a lot here is just like how bad production is sometimes. And the fact that like Jordan was actually, you know, coming down that hard with somebody like how well trained was this guy? Did this guy get his license revoked? Like probably not because they're doing it in fucking Columbia or wherever, but it just kind of speaks to like the fact that this show is a shit show and it's great to see. And, and Ryan said the same thing. Like you had other people landing, like not even close to where they're supposed to be starting from. I mean, this, this whole idea was like good on paper and production was like, yeah, just make it happen. <laughs> they let some intern book the, uh, you know, the, the whole thing. I mean, it, it's crazy. All right, Ryan, second pick you got for All us. All right, second pick. I'm going to the fight category. And I'm going with a fight that's probably not at the top of the rest of the group's boards here. But I'm going Dustin Frank from Battle of the Seasons. Uh, this was an all-time fight. Uh, you had almost the entire house involved. I mean, it started with just, you know, a night drinking at the house. That turned into Nani going batshit crazy like she used to, um, screaming at Frank, which then brought Dustin involved, who was standing up for Nani's honor. And then that turned into Frank talking about Nani's sister's personal life. And then Frank then yelling at Dustin about, you know, his situation that he was into uh, before he joined uh, reality TV. And I mean, you just got some iconic iconic lines from this fight i mean you got uh dustin screaming at frank saying you want to get street bitch and like let's go catholic schoolboy i mean there's some funny fucking stuff that happened in this fight so i'm glad to get that on my uh on my my orchard here good pick i think it's an underrated like you, you kind of uh, hinted at it's kind of something you forget happened um was this i think i had that fourth sorry guys it's because it's battle of the seasons that season was terrible but this was one of the one shining moments. Alex, was this the same fight where somebody fell on a plant? Yeah. yeah so like Marie pushed Sam or, and Derek was involved maybe. Yeah. So Derek was trying to get in a fight with Rob with two B's. And then like Sam was trying to stick up for Frank. And then Marie like shoved over Sam into a plant, hit her head on a concrete wall or pillar or something like that. I mean, the entire house was getting in you know, fights in every corner. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it is like Dustin and Frank were at the center, but it was half the cast. I feel like it was late in the season too. So almost like anybody who was left was kind of involved in some way. And like, I know me, it, I think it's underrated because it was on battle of the seasons. But when I think about battle of the seasons, this whole fight and that whole night definitely comes to mind right away. Good yeah. Time. And I mean, the entire fight was also held like right next to the pool. How someone didn't end up in that pool, you know, it's beyond me. But that would have just made, you know, TV gold if that if that had happened. Great pick. Andy, who you got for us? See, now I'm already now all over the place. I think I'm going to take the first hookup. Okay. I took the first upset. I'm going to take the first hookup. Mine's going to be... Jamie and Ashley rivals three. I mean, that was, you had Leroy, you had Corey, you had the whole house just like watching them. I mean, and just that combination of like Jamie and Ashley never would have guessed it in a million years. And then it happens and either Corey or Leroy, somebody made a joke about being able to see 
four free boobs. And it's just like, <laughs> it's so perfect. And it production was even like getting in on the action. It was awesome. Good pick. Good this pick. was uh, probably like three episodes or something into Ashley's career, right? Because this yeah. was her rookie season. And I think it was early on. And obviously, you know, we kind of saw that she kept up this track record through her next few seasons. But Jamie was kind of the first one. And he was the reigning champ at the time. People forget that. It's insane to think about. Politicking. I think that was the invention of it. (laughs) It might have been. All right. I am going to go with a hookup as well. I think Alex was going to take this one. And I would arguably say this is the most important hookup in challenge history. I think the domino effect of this hookup means so much. And that is why I'm going with the hookup between Jordan and Sarah. Mm. Interesting. So let's hear the domino effect. So here's the domino effect. Obviously, it was a small little hookup, wasn't too crazy by any means. Because of that, they were partners on X's two. X's two, they dominate the game. They have an important move. What do they do? They throw in bananas and in, in, uh, Nani. They get eliminated there. Okay, because of them being partners, also led to take the money and run. Because without them being partners, Sarah and Jordan would have never thrown in there. So a very small hookup, but led to so much after is why I'm going with Jordan and Sarah. I honestly thought when you were talking about the domino effect, it was going to be like one of the stupidest things that made no sense. But I ain't mad at that. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. With that, without them being X's two partners, take the money and run doesn't happen. Agreed. Well you done. Know, both of both of these characters have questionable hookups in in their lives, but the fact that these two found each other and then you know tribulate out perfectly, the domino effect that came from it, the success that they had together as a team, I mean it's a great pick. Thank you. Rookie Jordan too, right? Yes. I think that was his first season. Yeah, because rivals, yeah. rivals too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had – I don't want to spoil picks, but I think there was another one that season too. Watch it. All right, Alex, who you got? All right, so I'm in a tricky spot here because basically I have two picks, and then by the time I get my fourth pick, the whole thing is going to be over. So I really – doesn't matter which categories I go here. Um, but I think my one that I'm weakest in that I have left – I'm going to go upset. Okay. And my upset that I'm going to go with is going to be Kahuta beating Wes mm. on the ruins. I believe it was episode five, four, five-ish. And it's just like when I think of a challenge upset, this just comes to mind right away. It was the definitive like David versus Goliath. Wes was like peak roided up Wes. I mean, Wes is – people forget like just how quickly Wes went home that season just because he was such a fucking animal while he was on it. He won two eliminations that season. This was his first loss. He had never lost an elimination before. He, you know, I think he even said on the show that he looked like a Greek god. And then you have, you know, little Kahuta that's just kind of along for the ride. And the fact that he was able to knock out Wes is just like an iconic moment in challenge history, I feel like. So I'm going to go with my upset for Kahuta beating Wes. 
Great pick. I had that. That that was going to be my upset as well. I think the Bruins is a very underrated season and maybe something we should recap. The whole season? West Side Story? I mean, it definitely is. And I mean, I think you said it. I mean, West was undefeated at this point, but I mean, he was like on like a 15 win streak or something like that. I mean, he was high up there with never losing an elimination. And the elimination, I mean, I thought it was a good like mix of, you know, you had to be physical, you know, climbing up and down those, um, you know, those those poles or whatever it was to untangle the ropes, uh, along with a little bit of strategy to, to get them untangled. So, I mean, tough one to lose in, but uh, yeah, I mean, great pick. Huge upset. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like it was the elimination was almost like just fluky enough to where Kahuta had a decent chance, obviously. But like if they had done it, you know, 10 times, West probably wins eight or nine. But like I said, it was just fluky enough where Kahuta could figure out the strategy a little better than him and, you know, sneak out the win. Good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, second pick, who you got? Oh, my second pick. Well, second pick of pick three, but second pick. Is it Alex's pick? God, we're not getting lost. All right, I'm going through my board. I'm going to go to the – oh, fuck. I'm going to go to the hookup category. And I'm going to go one that I think we mentioned on here a decent amount. And I'm going to go Wes and Teresa. Fresh meat to Wes, or sorry, Teresa going to Kenny first when they were at the peak of their rivalry, the peak of, uh, I mean, the season itself, Fresh Meat 2 was like just vintage challenge rivalries. Like you literally had one side of the house versus the other. Yeah, What's your favorite season? It's the season that you watch. Watch it. it. Watch I, it. I, I bring it up. I bring up Fresh Meat 3 a lot. Yeah. And so it was the peak of Wes going against my guy, Kenny. And, Enough. you know, you had Teresa, who was literally Fresh Meat, uh, going for Kenny. Kenny turning her down. I think I think she was hammered when she was doing it. And then Wes kind of kind of goes in. And I think – I'll try to find it, but the, the image of Wes – Wes's face with that dumbfounded look when someone tells him that she was going for Kenny first is just an all-timer. So I'm going to go with Wes and Teresa as my hookup. Great pick. From, I think, your favorite season of all time, you know. Definitely wish Fresh Meat 3 would come, but, you know, we'll, we'll wait for that. So that Anything was else on this. Teresa was bad. Magic sounds bad. Still is, I think. Me <laughs> too. Yeah, and you know, Trev, you know, Kenny being your favorite player and all, I mean, he the way he just kind of shoved her to the side and just Wes picked up the scraps. I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, I know. I love Kenny. Kenny's the best. Yeah. And this was this was another one that they ended up being teammates. X is two. Domino yeah. effect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that bad? Like you always say, Alex. <laughs> all right, we're not doing this already. All right. Well, I did injury. I did hook up. I guess I'll go with since there's only been one fight, and I think maybe the most damaging fight, well, oh yeah, two fights, whatever, sorry. I haven't seen outs, my bad. Maybe the most damaging fight that we've had in the challenge, I'm going to go with Darrell punching Brad. Great fucking pick. I was hoping it was going to fall to me. Yeah, I think that's like one of those moments where, you know, everybody's like, who is this Jarrell guy? He's so calm, cool, collective. And then you see that moment, you're like, 
oh shit and i wish alex i know you have the picture on your phone can can you just can you just show us the the eye whoa whoa spoilers <laughs> well, i don't know if he has it i don't know if he has it. No, i gotta find it Go ahead. I, go get, ahead. I get what you're saying, Trev, though. The way that it, it, you know, the fight happens and then it cuts to that scene of Brad doing the confessional. And I mean, he just has this. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, look at that. Like, that is just. Spoilers. Unbelievable. Unbelievable challenge moment. But yes, what were you saying, Ryan? Yeah, no, ju just the way that the scene cuts from the fight happening to then Brad in his confessional saying he regrets ever, you know, even antagonizing uh, Darrell. I mean, it, it's all time. Great moment. Another not in that, moment. Not only was the fight great, um, I think it's just another really good what if, what if moment. One of the most like rewatchable parts about the fight is watching all of those clowns in the background. Kind of, they slowly realize what's going on, and I think they all kind of have the same thought of like, Darrell's a beast. He's good for our team, but like we're so stacked that we're going to win no matter what. So like we don't need to stop this fight because it's just going to equal more money for us in the end. And so that's why they all kind of step in on purpose, like five seconds too late. They let it happen. They let Darrell go home. They all get more money. Darrell had basically punched his ticket to the final. And if you think about it, that would have been his fifth ring. He would have gone five for five. And ever since then, you know, he hasn't been able to crack the, the Brad eyeball curse. Insane. Let me go the other way with you, though. Would Brad have helped uh, Sarah and Kellyanne in that final to allow them to win? Because they weren't that far behind. That's a good point. He would have been their only muscle, really. Um, I don't know. I, I feel think that like other team was too stacked still. I think they were very stacked. Yeah. I do like, too, the idea that kind of what started the fight in the first place was – Brad just getting blackout drunk, knowing that the final was around the corner and his partners were fucking Sarah and Kellyanne. And he knew that like, he knew his time was numbered and he just was getting hammered. I mean, just ridiculous. I think he was probably engaged at the time. This fucking lunatic. Well, and was this also like the origin of the Brad psycho eyes? I mean, right now his eyes are like a serial killer. I don't know if what they look like beforehand, but I don't know if they've been the same since. The domino effect, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, who you got? All right. Um, I'm going to go with an injury. I may or may not have gone after something that was just shown. Um. But I won't. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go with the big, easy collapse <laughs> in the finale. That was um, Gauntlet 3. I mean, that was just – there was just – the fact that it was such a team game and one guy going down screwed up so many people and you had the classic, well, you said you could run a 10-minute mile. Yeah, I can run a 10-minute mile. It's like you're going into a finale and you just take your entire team down and they're all just like, what 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 is happening right now? I, I, I love that. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge moment. I mean, the 
the shot of Big Easy on the ground, like hyperventilating. I mean, face just beat red as as a shirt. Uh, I mean, and we even talked about it with the Ruins. I mean, it was a stacked, stacked team. It should have been a win, no problem, except for him. And then the other team yeah. ended up even winning. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, this almost could have like classified as an upset because it led to an upset. And I think, wasn't it? I'm thinking back to that final. Um, weren't CT and Brad the two guys on the team who were kind of like pushing realized what the fuck was what was going on? Or I thought they were helping Big Easy. Yeah, they were the, they were like pushing him along, but then like yeah, once yeah. once like he was like really starting to die out, that's when they were just like we need to slow this pace down and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then didn't that lead to probably like four or five seasons in a row where every time Big Easy would come on, you know, his first confessional would be like you might remember me from the Gauntlet Three finale, but I've lost twenty pounds. He'd still be like pretty big and just still flame out every season. He, he went from like three ninety to three seventy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part about that too, Alex, you bring in a good point. Is every time they would say that clip, they would or say that line, they would go to the clip. It would be like you know, kind of oh, yeah. back and uh-huh. white, Gauntlet Three, lower third, and he would just be passed out or whatever. All time moment. Yeah, MTV did in, not do in, any favors. No. <laughs> and I think it was the kind of turning point of the season was when they sent Bananas into elimination. And they sent him in against Evan, and he was like, why are you guys voting for me? Uh, you know, you have this huge anchor on our team. And I think – I don't. Wes wasn't on the season, but I know I've heard Wes describe it this way before, where he's basically like, whenever you do a season with Big Easy – you don't want to see him in elimination because you're going to beat him at nine out of 10 things. But that 10th thing, there's no way you can beat him because it's going to be like a weight thing. It's not going to be endurance or strategy. And so like all of the guys on that team, you know, the Kinney's Evans of the world, they were just frightened to go in to elimination of against big easy. Cause if you're trying to lift that guy up, good luck. Could you imagine going in a hall brawl with him? Like could he even get through the hall? <laughs> So, all right, Ryan, what do you got for us? Uh, all right, so I'm going to go to the hookup category. And, again, this is still my top pick. Surprised hasn't been taken. Maybe it's a little too old school for a lot of the guys in the live chat. But I'm going the original gauntlet with the three-way between Abe, Veronica, and Rachel Robinson. I mean, this was this was That's pre-Abe being a fucking psychopath. And this was Veronica in her – prime i mean she you know alex you always quote about how bad some of these girls are um i mean veronica back in the day was a missile and rachel i mean she's no slouch either i mean she's you know a little bit more uh one way than the other but i you know this was an all-time hookup i mean and it was it was broadcasted like it, it was you know the 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 next big thing to happen yeah, I think, too, what's kind of iconic about this one is you said it was Gauntlet, right? Do you know what year that was? <laughs> I mean, maybe like 2002, like the, 2003. Yeah, that's like pre-social media. That's like pre-internet what it is today. So I feel like when it happened, it was like a, a thing. Like it was a thing that got like a lot of circulation because, you know, like today, something like that probably would just kind of be like another story. But back then, when it was kind of like you had you were more – tuned into the TV shows, what's going on. I feel like that just kind of skyrocketed it into this like insane 
three-way that everybody watched live together? 2003 to 2004. Yeah, 20 years ago. It's a great pick. I mean, that is a great pick. Jealous of Abe, honestly. Good yeah. trade. Good trade. Do you know who the host of that show was, Andy? Was it Teach still? Mira? Mark Long? Keep going. Victor Cruz? <laughs> Colder. <laughs> Vernon Davis? Uh, what's his name? Miz? <laughs> No. Can I can I chime in here? Yes, I'll tag you in. All right, Johnny Mosley. Bang. That goes that way early. back. Wow. All right, Ryan, finish us out. Oh shit. Okay. Uh this one's a little bit out of the box pick for my upset. Um I'm going with someone who's a legend of this game a staple of the show. This often gets forgotten about, forgotten about. Uh, but I'm going with TJ coming out of that coma. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the video of him crashing. Uh, he was in a coma for 10 days. I mean, he was in the hospital for a month, rehab for like a year. And two months after that, that crash i mean he was back hosting the show that was that was probably the best start to a season ever like it was pre like when the episode got going but you had all the cut scenes of the crash and of people saying like i don't even know what type of condition he's remotely in and then you just see him walk out and the crowd goes wild people are crying that this was this is an incredible moment in the challenge I also think it was one of those moments where, you know, it was before all these spoilers that Alex reads and stuff. So nobody knew what was going on. So like even the viewers had no idea who the host was. And even like Andy to Andy's point, like the competitors had no idea who it was. Like they were, it was like all shock. Um, it was just, I mean, it's gotta be up there for one of the most powerful moments in challenge history. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. And, uh, thinking of it for an upset, that's thinking outside the box. So I love that pick. And I think, too, remember uh, before last season when they did that, uh, like, untold history special and we kind of did some recaps for it? One of the things I remember that was actually, like, worthwhile watching was when they went into the TJ coma. And they, you know, they spent probably, like, 15 minutes of one of the episodes and they showed him, like, like literally trying to walk again. And, like, I feel like that kind of gave everybody, like, an even greater appreciation and like he's he was already a legend and that kind of was just like the the iconic tj is a legend type moment absolutely yeah i was worried it was gonna be a little too dark for the uh the show here but you know i'm glad it played out well <laughs> that's a great pick andy what do you got yeah. yeah now there's a little more pressure on me i've got i've got two fights that i'm going back and forth between you're you're well you're you can say both of them and whatever you're choosing because we both can't choose fights. I can't get two picks. This yeah, but it's like more of like the, an honorable mention. The one infamous Mount Rushmore we did where you had five. I mean, picks. you. I said I only I picked all four and you guys dragged me down. But <laughs> I think Trevor's saying you can spit um, them up here. Yes. Yeah. 
So I'm going back and forth between two fights involving my favorite guy, who I always say we need back on the show, (laughs) Tony Reigns. And I think I got to go with the fight that has its own name. I'm going with Pasta Gate. It's a great pick. I mean, that was it, it started in the, anything, anytime a hookup or a fight or anything starts in the bus, that's when you know it's going to be awesome. And Corey tossed him, tossed him. And then you have Devin come in. Oh, he slipped. He, he fell. I mean, that was just like, what, what are you talking about? And then I think that also, as I've always said, started the domino effect with bananas and Devin. I think that was when like, Devin's dad got brought into everything and then it just like really got out of control. But Pasta Gate was just an all timer in my mind. Let me go this route with you. Is it even Tony's best fight though? I think what slept on is Tony versus Camilla. And the domino effect of that is them getting kicked off, going on Dirty 30, and hooking up on Dirty 30. That's <laughs> a good, that's so spitballing here. That was not my other yeah. Tony fight. I think Tony's in a shit ton of fights i love (laughs) i love the tony shane fight i mean you literally have a challenge about your family and those two get into a fight that's tony has them like pinned up against the wall (laughs) crazy moment what Um, what was the other one you were battling or you were thinking about oh it was it was both tony's though okay cool so so let's let's talk about pasta gate because i think uh, there's a lot of good parts about this because I feel like the fight itself and the aftermath went on for like an hour. You had uh, Bananas and Devin. I think Devin was chasing Bananas around the whole house and I think they even carried it on to the reunion. Like, you know, you should apologize and all this stuff. Yes, and then did. Corey, I think one of the... Corey said at one point, like, oh, I didn't slam him in the confessional or something. And then they showed him the footage as he's sitting there and you just kind of see his face or maybe it was Devin who was watching Corey do it. And you see his face and he's just like, fuck, we're going home. <laughs> he tossed yeah. him over. Pasta. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fettuccine Alfredo as much as the next guy, but I don't know if I'm body slamming a guy over <laughs> it, but I mean, yeah, great fight. All time moment for sure. Great fight. All right, so my last pick is going to be what? Upset? All right, so I have two as well. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Alex's favorite season, Fresh Meat 2, and I'm going to go Jill and Pete versus Darrell and Cara. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this, correct me if I'm wrong, episode one, Darrell coming off of winning Fresh Meat 1, in the house, fresh meat too. He's kind of the king. He knows how to run this game. He's got Cara Maria, which obviously the domino effect of her career. We know how good she turned out. Um, and you look at these clowns and Jill and Pete, and it's almost a matchup. You look on paper and your paper, and you're like, how does how did these guys win? Uh, the fact that Jill and Pete upset Darrell and Cara on the first episode of the channel or on Fresh Meat Two makes zero sense to me. Uh, Alex and Ryan, as our betting guys, what do you think the line would have been? Uh, I was already thinking the, about that trip. That's absurd. in the uh, upset world. What, what, what do we think? We think it would have been like you know plus seven fifty, plus five hundred for them to win. I would say 
Darrell and Caro were probably like minus 350, 380. I was, was going to say 300. Okay. Yeah. I think uh, Trev. I All right, really guys. That was great. Seven. Thank you guys for letting me. <laughs> All right, Andy, what do you, what do you uh, think? I think the right line is minus 750 plus 450. Fair enough. That's a great, you know, we, we, we've been talking about the domino effect. And you think, too, about how that season played out. Kenny and Laurel were Batman, but Jill and Pete were their Robin. They were their second in command, really, for throughout a lot of the season early on. They were, like, the only team that they had on their side 100%. And so if they lose that, then Kenny is on an island. Kenny and Laurel are on an island. And I know, Ryan, you would have hated to see Kenny go home early because he's your guy. Big Kenny guy. Big Kenny so, guy. So Darrell and Kara going home first just kind of evened out the house a little bit too. And I think that was the episode where they go around the voting. And Kenny kind of – I think Wes talked Kenny in to voting in Darrell because they're like, this guy's a beast. He won the last fresh meet. He got a runner. They send him in, and then they're like, who wants to vote in Darrell and Kara? And everybody raised their hand, and that was the moment Kenny was like, fuck. Wes has this entire house playing for him. So just an iconic episode. If Darrell and Kara don't get eliminated EP1, how far do they go? Okay, they could go to the final. Yeah, I mean, I think they would have had the same kind of treatment that um... – Landon and Carly did. I mean, they kind of played middle ground, you know, a little bit of both sides when they needed to. And, or at least that's how I think it would have played out uh, because Darrell's never one to really talk strategy, especially not with, you know, Kenny or Wes. So. Agreed. And, it, and they probably, I mean, look at how that worked out for Landon and Carly. I mean, if those roles are reversed and that's Darrell and Cara sitting there, I mean, they could win it all easily if they had their ticket punched and those two were in a final i think they're winning it there all right alex takes us take us home what do we got last pick so i got an injury for my last one i'm between four different things that i am just freaking torn on but for my challenge injury i'm gonna go with cara breaking her hand on free agents it's a sad injury. It's a sad moment. I can just picture her with her cast for like the last couple episodes that she was on. I think it was Bananas and Teresa, or maybe Bananas and Nani actually, were the power couple, and they were sending in a girl, and Bananas said Kara, uh, Nani said somebody else, maybe Teresa, and then Bananas was like, no, we're voting in Kara. I don't care if she has an injury. Like she competed in the challenge, so why should we treat her any differently here? Kara's just crying and all that. And then I think she lost it. I think she lost the elimination uh, with the the punching one, right? With yep. Laurel when you're climbing mm-hmm. up the wall. And so obviously, like with her uh, with her hand all fucked up, she's not going to win that. So um, just a sad moment because at that time she had never won a final, and she was just kind of on the cusp of like being one of the best girls in the game, but she hadn't really crossed that threshold yet. And so if something goes different here, I mean, Laurel only beat Nani by like four minutes. So maybe Kara could win that. So I'm going to go Kara breaking her hand on free agents. Great pick. 
Yeah, I think you even had a uh, was it CT. Uh, you know, no one wanted to be your partner in one of those challenges, and and mm -hmm. CT's like, just pick me. Like I know you're going to, and you want to anyway. So uh, you know, good for him for sticking up for her. Uh, yeah, I mean, all time, all time moment for sure. Yeah, it was one of the rare, like obviously a serious injury, but we're gonna let you stay on the game. Which I mean, again, just speaking to the challenge production, how much they know. But they like let Kara stay on the game, but she was just seriously you know it crippled and like couldn't do a whole lot and just waiting until her time was called so just like kind of a sad way for her to go out but like still like an iconic injury in the time i feel like yeah while we while we uh keep the injury topic up let's dive into some honorable mentions alex i know you said you had three more now so what are some honorable mentions you had and if yeah. anybody else has honorable mentions feel so, free. so maybe we do that maybe we start with injury then do yep. each of the other three categories yeah, so the ones I was between was Kara breaking her hand, which I picked. Yep. And then I didn't want to fall a victim to recency bias with Olivia and the golf ball into her mm. face. That was iconic, probably the closest to death that we've ever heard of. Maybe that or what well, I was also going to go with. Who 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 unclip, Who was about to unclip someone else when they were dangling? Julie was about to unclip Veronica from that, that harness. <laughs> Now that would have been a moment. I was thinking Olivia with the golf ball or Tony breaking his spleen on bloodlines or rupturing his spleen. His skin was yellow. And then the last one was uh, I was going to do like Coral and Evan, just both mm. getting injured at the same time. Ooh. Fresh meat one, just a great what if. I like that. I, I had Brad's eye on there as well. Obviously, like with the fight being on there, it's hard to do that too. But I mean, you guys talked about it. And the same goes for Olivia. Those cut shots, when you see Olivia for the first time, when you see Brad for the first time, it's like you spit out your water. It's like, oh my God. And I think both those eye shots were just incredible. Ryan, you have any honorable mentions? Yeah, for injury, I had um, a little bit old school too. Inferno 3, Timmy Beggy's knees after that glass shattering elimination. Uh, they were like him and Abe were facing against each other. They had to like break their way out of a glass box. And like Timmy had like shards of glass, like stuck in his knees. Um, I had Wes's cramps that caused him to get carried up the mountain by Kenny. I mean, I'm surprised somebody didn't pick that Alex, but, uh, um, and the last one I had was, uh, Johnny bananas bruised ego after the backpack moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. good pick good picks those are good those are good picks i mean those could very well be on these mountains. i had two what ifs one's a little darker than the other um ct and dm dm obviously going to the hospital uh what was that rivals three two are you are are you saying that's no. your injury, honorable? I'm just saying, like crazy moments. Yeah, I am saying that. I mean, if we brought up a hookup. What are, what are you? What are you classifying that as, Trent? Yeah. What What are you going with here, Trent? I said that, and then I said Leroy and um, his back. <laughs> Roll. Okay. What else? What What's the next topic? <laughs> Should we do fight? Yeah. Let's see who I had. I had. Um, I was, I was between CT and Adam, Darrell, Brad. Um, I was also, we talked about Tony and Shane. The two honorable mentions that I had were rivals two, 
towards the end when Bananas went at it with CT and Wes. It was kind of a shorter fight, but I feel like there was just a lot of animosity. Those guys fucking hated Johnny at the time, and he hated them. So that one always mm-hmm. kind of sticks out. And then my other honorable mention was the end of Rivals 1. Kind of similar to the Battle of the Seasons pick that Ryan did, but it was kind of a – it was like everybody in the house was fighting. You know, there was soda being poured. There was, you know, don't pour, don't fuck around on the piano. It was like Laurel versus Paula versus Kara versus Wes. Like everybody was involved. So that was just an iconic fight as well. Was that when Wes poured like a two-liter bottle of Coke on Kara's head? I, th- I think that was the trigger. I think that set off the whole house just turning into oh, a yeah. shit show. And then Laurel going in at Paula's entire life, yes. like being 40 yeah, years excellent. old and like still being on these shows and still being single. And then Paula just like has a, has a midlife crisis on air. <laughs> I will say it. too, uh, with the, with the West Johnny uh, and, and CT pick too. I mean, that, that still gets brought up now of like Wes's monster truck and, and Porsche and 30 mm-hmm. companies that he has. I mean, that still gets played out now. So that would have been a good pick as well. Yeah. It's, only, it's, sorry. Only, only honorable mention I had was uh, exactly what Mikey the Doctor just wrote. Turbo versus Jordan. You can't copy my walk. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But that was my other one. Any other fights? I had a couple. Uh, so I had in Rivals 1, I think it was like maybe episode one or two, Adam from Real World Las Vegas and Ooh. Ty, oh. where like Adam just a, a, a wild card and was like saying like, you know, don't call me guy tires and stuff like that. He had some funny one-liners in there. I had, I think that was episode one. I think that was. was our intro to him. And then didn't that lead to Mike? Um, Cause who was Adam's partner? Wasn't it, wasn't it Leroy? Yeah. And then Mike comes on yeah. and they fuck around and go to the right. finale. And talk. I mean, Ryan, you always talk about the domino. I do. I, I've that? been a long time believer in that. Um, sticking with rivals one, I had CT and Wes where CT's just berating him and like every like 30 seconds is a new timestamp that the production's putting on the screen of when CT's just yelling at him. And then I had, Oh, that, that was good. Cause that lasted yeah, hours we went all hours. into the night. CT's throwing his mattress, like off balconies into the pool or something. <laughs> uh, and then the last one I had was bloodlines, Jenna and her cousin uh, fighting about whose dad owns the bakery. I mean, I thought that was just a funny fight. What about the uh, who was the, was it um, Marie and uh, Brad the pizza? Oh, PizzaGate. Oh yeah, PizzaGate. Oh yeah. You guys are <laughs> lunatics. <laughs> Grown adults fighting over pizza. She throws it on him while he's tapping out a twenty-eight-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what do we got next? We've done fights, right? Let's do hookup. Yeah. I've got two hookups. One we kind of talked about, but the Tony and Camilla, mm-hmm. when they were just like, again, like I said, the bus. When you get shots of the bus, you know shit's going down. And they were both just like blacked out, which is just like a staple. But I also had, this was, this almost made my Mount Rushmore, um, Kayla and Bear. <laughs> Because that was one that like went through pretty much the whole season leading up to it. The picture on the ceiling. I mean, that was just barren females made, I think, my Mount Rushmore relationships. And this was just kind of the like shining star of it, aside from all the, you know, Georgia lawsuit, all that stuff. But the Kayla and Bear was just all time. 
who else who else got some more i, got I had more. uh i had thomas and Kara on bloodlines which mm-hmm. led to you know abe coming in and just you know all that shit the rock paper scissors just you know they're fucking lunatics so i had thomas and Kara, um and then i'll just rifle through a few of these i had ct and anastasia that one got real messy real early devin and big easy that's just kind of random one um a gross one here but Corey and anisa was kind of a, a big talking point, half of bloodlines. And then my last one that I had for hookups was Nanti, Nani and Intername here. <laughs> and Corey Armstrong said that in the in the live in the live chat, Nani and all rookies. <laughs> Chase, Hunter, Casey, Asaf, Bananas, Kahuta. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't have a b- bananas one. Bananas and Melissa. Bananas and Casey Cooper. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Bananas, Bananas has a list going. rookie from the past five seasons. Could probably qualify. I had a few I'll rifle through too. Uh, CT and Siobhan. Yeah, I had that one earlier. Uh, Kenny and Johanna on the island right after she broke up with Wes. Uh, Nani and J- Johnny Riley. Jenna and Bruno. Finger and blast. Then, Finger blast. Oh. And then Tony and Christina. Tony first episode into the into the challenge talking about his love for the girl he met on real world and that he has a kid with her hooks up with a girl. Okay. Tony's awesome. We need to get him back. Like you I always have say. always said that Andy. Watch it. Uh, Mikey doctor writes, could we consider African bumble as a hookup? I, I think Ooh. we might. It's like what, what, what an off screen hookup. Probably. Very true. Got or maybe what about what was her name Bridget or whatever when Jenna was calling Zach and said you know Brooke. who this is Brooke, bro, God, um, I've got quite a few upsets. Let's hear it. I'm guessing we all do. Upsets could be kind of all over the place. Um, so I don't, I didn't want to take this as an upset, but when you look at it on paper. I think it has to be one of the all-timers. A person with two hands lost to a person with one hand in tug of war. How is that possible? The fact that Jordan made that like a mind game is I, I still like don't understand it. But again, it's like it's tough to say that Jordan beating Josh is an upset, but when you think about it. Like it should have been a, a walk in the park. And then I also had going a little bit way or back Tina and my guy, Kenny beating, beating Theo and Shonda and fresh meat one, because that was when they were viewed as kind of a layup. Theo and Shonda aside from Evan and Coral were like one of the top teams and they took them down. And then Mr. Beautiful has become the real goat of the challenge before some unforeseen incidents. Jordan beating Josh is an all-time just challenge moment. And I think, too, you could even consider Jordan beating Zach with the sledgehammer one. I, I mean, they were even more higher on the list than, than the yeah. Josh. They were making jokes all, all season about how Zach looked like four at the time. And Jordan, you know, was literally had to hold a hammer and swing it with one hand to beat him. So I think that's another good upset. I had um, a recent one was Jay beating CT. And the elimination with the ropes and all that. Mm. Um, 
that was probably the best like recent upset that we've had. Um, I also had Camilla beating Laurel and not so fast, giving her her first elimination loss. Nate and Christina beating Corey and Ashley in an elimination. Um, and then I had John A and Jasmine beating the puzzle master herself, Sarah and, uh, the what's her name? Biddleman from like Mike. Um, I also put two, this was another one where it's at the time, by the time it ended, it didn't really feel like an upset, but just halfway through war of the worlds two, if you would have heard that team UK won, I think you would have not believed it because UK USA was just dominating. Obviously, you know, people, term coded or whatever, but I would say UK just winning the challenge was an upset as well. Mm -hmm. The only ones I can add is uh, Brad upset Landon in duel two. I mean, Landon was dominating that season, you know, went into the final elimination and and Brad kind of outsmarted him a little bit. And then uh, kind of taking the word literally at upset is uh, Sarah was pretty upset that Bananas took the money. Wait a minute. I got some breaking news. That is the biggest I think upset. We might have a new biggest upset in challenge history. Invasion. Is Adamito's joining the chat? Get out of here. <laughs> God, invasion of the What up? Day. Have you scenarios in? God, this have is... you hit her on board? God, Adam. God, you, you guys hear me? Uh oh. Uh oh, his magic Jack. magic jack. <laughs> Trev, you hear me? Yes, we hear you. Okay. Yes. Trevo Mano. Oh, God. God, Adam. Are going so well up until this point. What I meant. Yes. God. <laughs> Is the delay that bad? What's, what's going on? Is McCord fucking up something? No, you're fine. You are completely fine. We are hearing everything you're saying. God. Our question is for you. Can you rattle off like your favorite upset of all time? Let me see what's taken. Kahuta. <laughs> Why the rest Huge fan. Listen to the show. TJ beating a coma is fourth round. God, that's a good value pick. McCord. You're such a better co-host than me already in your first ever EP. Um, I think that could have gone unsaid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Biggest upset. I'm going to go. Rivals four, McCord, Mitos. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Camilla over. That'd be ride or dies too. Camilla over Laurel. Is that on here? No, it was mentioned in honorable that's, that's, mentions. That was her. She was undefeated, right at the time. I'm going. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking that. All right, great pick. Good pick. Let, let me ask. Let me ask you guys this, uh, and in to the live chat as well. What would be? We went through honorable mentions, but what would be kind of the next three or four or five categories that we could do for challenge moments? Because we are in between, you know, some other things. Just like best smirkiest topic to talk about. Because who knows? We could do this again. We were talking about like. What about best best rivalry? That's a good one. Rivalry, best political move, best like moment related to a final challenge. 
best DQ. What if we just did like Mount Rushmore of challenge relationships? Like that'd be a good just general category. We could do Mount or throw one in of daily challenges because then you could pull from like all over. Isn't isn't that when you just kind of cheat the system though, and you just? (laughs) I just take trivia. Like not a specific one, just all trivia. Didn't Andy take like Hall Brawl for best elimination? Yes! It's just yes. all Hall First Brawl. Pick. First pick. Come yes. God. Uh, wait, Adam. So obviously we'll post this for the AWLs to vote, but. All right, hold on. I'm blocking it. The, the only one I know is McCord because I. Okay. Best challenge, baby. <laughs> best challenge, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's good smirk i mean you um, said it earlier uh like best turning point of the season something like that too would be good uh, you, could, okay. you, could, you could probably do like a just a one category and do a, like a very in-depth one about what ifs like best what ifs in challenge history because you could go every direction there good one man these are all really close guys I'm assuming whoever's far left had one one because CT Adam fight is that's that's tough to beat. But I don't really like far left's hookup or injury that much. Mm-hmm. And then so I have the only one I know is McCord who's far right. I don't <sighs> battle of the seasons was such a weak season, so I'm not a big fan of that fight, but your other three are good. Wasn't that fight? Didn't they also throw out some um, homosexual <laughs> stuff? In that there? doesn't sound. Dustin and Frank, come on. <laughs> I think I'm very surprised at number two going Siobhan with his first overall pick. What was the second pick? <laughs> well, I <can't. laughs> well, I have to assume that's heavy because of the upset pick fresh meat too i I think far left is alex uh second to left is andy third to left is trev and then i I know mccord is far right with that said i think i'm i think i'm going number one i think i'm going far left let's go wow (laughs) with two shots at west you're going far left let's go I mean, it's a good lit. You guys all did really good. Like I said, that was that's why I picked it. I think I think you like my number, my one one pick because you live to tell the tale. <laughs> good, good point. Honorable mention: best fight. Um, Alex and uh, what's the, what's the other co-host name? What's his name? Uh, why am I blanking? You have to pay like a hundred dollars to watch his podcast. Sean Scott Yeager. Yeager. Yeah, Sean Yeager. <laughs> well, I was going to say honorable mention uh, Andy and Trevor in the GC about four hours ago. That was pretty good. <laughs> well, you look, at, you look at the time. I think I'm surprised Andy's still on. That's a good point. I think he's got to go. No. Oh, he just, he just oh. popped off. I don't know where he went. God. I, have- I think we could do another. I, I like the best quote. I like the rivalry. I think we could get another four good categories and just run it back. I think we, we should. Gotta, and I, I think I think we got to we got to get uh, we got to get Ryan's thoughts on the whole 
experience doing the draft, et cetera, before we wrap up here? I mean, this is fresh. Meat. <laughs> this was fun. Uh, you know, as, as soon as we started talking about it, it made me want to just go on a giant just binge sesh, like going all the way back to like gauntlet two. And I just obviously didn't have the time to do it. Um, but then like trying to, you know, look up a few different seasons, things were coming to mind. I was writing them down. I mean, it just had me really getting into the mood to like just binge watch the, the challenge back in the glory days. So are you watching? Fun. Are you watching the season right now? Like the one on Paramount Plus? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I'm like a week behind on it. But it, I mean, it it's awful. Don't even waste your time on it. <laughs> we, I, can, I can vouch for that. I gave up after I, I was actually hyping it up big time. And then, spoiler alert, Bananas goes home like episode oh, four. Oh, oh, you're not going to watch it. Give me a break. Bananas goes home ah. episode four. Wes is like episode five. And from that point on, I was just like, I'm out. It, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Sounds pretty bad. This this list, like creating this list and looking back the moments, made me want to go watch Ruins. Like, I think Ruins – has some all-time moments after like getting my list right. Well, yeah, I mean, they literally named an episode "West Side Story" after Ryan's favorite character, Wes. Watch it, watch it. I, I live and die by that He's, guy. I mean, ASU alone. I mean, what, what more can I Ryan say? A, Ryan is. I love Ryan, but he's a fresh meat on this pod. Watch it. God, which is your favorite season, Adam? <laughs> Ruin, uh, ruins are X's too. I was gonna say fresh one meat. Of the, one of the good West ones. <laughs> God. God. Any other remarks? I'm glad to be back. Did you guys kick this off? With... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I was obviously was not here for the start of this. Did you guys kick it off with a big five year celebration? We'll get we'll into that. Oh, okay. Never mind. Spoiler alert. Yeah. What a time. Well, thank you, Ryan, for joining us tonight. Uh, we we will hope to have you back here shortly. But thank you guys for listening to a brand new Stir the Pod podcast show. My name's Trevor. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Shout out, Duffy. Bye-bye. Love you, guys.